0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for dropping in to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. And we are glad that you're here. If you're a first timer, thank you so much for being with us. We're in Matthew chapter 16, beginning in verse 13. And I will tell you, this is one of the most controversial passages of Scripture in the New Testament, and I'm going to tell you why. So let me read it to you, and then let's go back, look at the background, look at what's being said, and maybe more importantly in this text, what's not being said. So here it is. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Now, he is, of course, talking about himself. And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Now, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Then Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. All right, let's go to the background so I let you know where this is taking place. This is taking place in an area called Caesarea Philippi. Now, in Caesarea Philippi, there was a region, there was an area, a big cliff and cave called the Grotto of Pan. Now, Pan was a goat god that a lot of people back then worshipped. He was goat from the waist down. He had sort of goat ears and horns and in a furry face, but had a man body. He was a really bad, I mean, an ugly dude. If you're going to worship somebody, maybe you ought to get a god that at least looks pretty good. This Pan guy was ugly. But Pan was a big deal. Now, what they would do at the Grotto of Pan was a huge flat rock area. I mean, massive. Thousands of people could fit on it. It's really huge. And then there was this big cave that went back into the cliff. Now, that cave at the Grotto of Pan was known as the Gates of Hell because rumor had it that it was from that spot that demons would travel back and forth into the world from hell. Now, Jesus knew this was the idea that people looked at, that this is the place that had all this high powerful spiritual stuff taking place because people who worship pan would oftentimes now listen how crazy this is if they didn't get what they wanted from pan by offering a goat they would offer a cow if they didn't get it for, with a cow they would offer a child that's right human sacrifice took place at the grotto of pan so upon this high cliff they would go up there they would pray and throw their babies down on the rock and pan was then supposed to um, do whatever it is that they asked him to do so jesus is in a very spiritual spot a very deceptive spot a spot that was riddled with spiritual lies huge spiritual lies so he said okay who do people say that I am? You're looking here at the grotto of Pan. Now, Pan was the primary God worshipped, but not the only one. You're seeing all these false gods worshipped. You're seeing this mythology, this myth about the gates of hell coming and going. So in light of all of this cultural religion, cultural ideas, made-up stuff, who do you say that I am? That was important. It was significant because Jesus was now comparing him himself with other gods. It was about Jesus versus other gods, nothing else. Everything else flowed from that battle that was taking place spiritually right here at the grotto of Pan and Caesarea Philippi. So he asked his apostles, who do you say that I am? Then Peter said, well, some people say you're John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, but he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now, Peter was right. But how did Peter come to that conclusion? The Bible goes on and says, Jesus says, look, Peter, Simon Barjona, thanks for saying that, but that didn't come out of you. You're not special and unique among everybody else. That came from God who put it in you that you spoke. It doesn't mean that you're naturally smarter than anyone else. It's just that God moved on your life and you spoke it and you were right. And then this is where, this is where it gets tricky. This is where the controversy comes. Then Jesus said, Upon this rock, I, Simon Barjona, you are now Simon. He goes and changes his name. You are now Peter, which means rock, Cephas, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. Now, the Romans believe that it was at that point that Jesus made Peter the Pope of the church. That's not correct. Again, you got to look at the context. They're in a place of spiritual confusion, spiritual deception, and spiritual lies. The solution to that is not one of the apostles, but the Lord and King of the apostles, the person of the Lord Jesus. So Jesus said, upon this rock, well, what is he talking about? He's talking about the confession of Peter. Peter said what was true because the Holy Spirit inspired him to do so. Some of you are saying, well, Terry, how do you know that's true? You go over into the book of Acts, and Peter, the same guy, is preaching. And he says, let me tell you about Jesus, whom you rejected, who is now, listen, the cornerstone, the stone, the rock on which the church and salvation is built. The very guy who the Romans say is the pope said, no, I'm not that special. It's Jesus who's the cornerstone of the church. And so Jesus said, you're right. And it is upon this this rock, this confession, that I'm going to build my church. And listen, he said, and the gates of hell will not prevail. What does he mean? All the false religion, all the mythology of the day, all the the horrific, profane, godless worship that's taking place will not overtake the church. What does he mean? The truth will prevail. (laughs) No matter how dark culture is, the truth will prevail. Believe the truth. Honor Christ, follow him, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that we are committed to Jesus and Jesus alone all the days of our life. Father, help us to be in your word on a daily basis to receive guidance. Holy Spirit, move within us so we can follow you better than we ever had before. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, thanks for being here, and we'll talk again later.